As an athlete, the goal is always to try to perform at your absolute best, reaching your peak performance. And in order to do that, there's a lot of things that we can do outside of training or outside of the weight room that will help us to reach our peak performance. And one of these aspects, something that's been more emphasized throughout the years, is trying to get good, good quality, quantity of sleep. In fact, I came across a sleep study recently. It was with elite level athletes and it was just a self-reported questionnaire. However, they were asked a lot of different questions about their sleep, overall sleep, sleep habits. And what this study found was that 41% of these people, they were classified as poor sleepers. And what's even more important than that is they were asked questions about their sleep hygiene, their practices and habits, and that was directly associated with sleep quantity. That's no surprise there. Obviously, if we have better sleep hygiene and practices, then we should get more quantity of sleep. But I want to talk about this because this is something that we can actually control. So today, let's dive into this concept of sleep hygiene. It's often overlooked, but again, if we can have better practices, this will equate to getting better sleep quantity and quality. This might just be one of those things that can give you that edge to really help you to elevate your recovery and optimize your performance. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multi-dimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. For all of my new listeners, you're in the right place to hear about all of these topics, conversations, tips, and strategies to help you to optimize your performance. For all of my returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in for another episode. And for everyone out there, go check out all of the past episodes. You can listen to them on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And also be sure to check out my social media channels and my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel has a lot of great snippets of the guest interviews. So you get to hear some bite-sized chunks of those conversations and we all can take away some gems from all of the guest conversations they share insights experiences things that have helped them along their journey but it will apply to whatever you're striving for as well across the board you can find all of my social media handles and my youtube channel at hnl movement and if you're liking this content you're finding some value and benefit from it be sure to share it share it with teammates coaches colleagues clients anybody that's looking to optimize their performance and listen in to some of these insights and conversations so today is another solo episode where i cover a little topic strategy tips to really help us in some shape or form to optimize our performance in today's topic, we're going to dive into sleep hygiene. And like I said, this is super important because it's important for us to recover, to function well, to train harder, to practice harder, to do all of the things that we need to do and get more benefit from it because our body is just more capable and ready to handle those demands. And on top of all of that, one of the aspects that we can control, I feel like, is the sleep hygiene part, our practices and our habits to make sure that we do get good adequate amounts of sleep good quality and make sure that we can restore our bodies after all of the things we're putting our body through so again there's no secret with sleep the importance of it there's a lot more research and science that's backing up how sleep really plays a pivotal role in our performance recovery and just overall health so we know that we need to get enough and good quality of sleep but what can we actually do to make this happen or support to make sure that we're 
creating good sleeping habits, and then we're just helping to improve our quality of sleep. In the literature, but you don't need to dive into research to understand this, basically sleep hygiene, it encompasses all of the conditions and practices that really help us to foster continuous and better quality, more effective sleep. This includes maintaining regular sleeping patterns, monitoring what we're consuming and how that's affecting our sleep, especially things like alcohol and caffeinated beverages, engaging in regular exercise and activity, considering nutrition influences, and just ensuring our environment at home is conducive to restful and high quality of sleep. So this is why I really like to focus on the sleep hygiene aspect, because these are things that we can control. Again, it's the practices and habits that we create to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for optimal sleep. And like I mentioned in many other aspects, I think sleep is one of those, there's no exception to this, that getting good quality of sleep, that doesn't happen by accident. It's a lot of the things that we do throughout the day, things that we do to prepare for bed, all of those things, it helps us to increase our chances of getting better and better sleep. And one of the things that I wanted to mention, one of the tools, there's a lot of different questionnaires out there that kind of try to quantify how we're actually sleeping, our sleep hygiene habits. And one of those that I came across is the sleep hygiene index. And you can just Google this, but I feel like this gives you a pretty good idea, at least to all of the big areas that we can control or that we should focus on. And this is a tool that it's a self-reported questionnaire and it's based off of our self-reported habits, touching on various aspects like regularity of sleep, our environment, psychological strain and stress, active behaviors, when we take naps, and of course, substance like alcohol and caffeinated beverages. And I feel like if you just read through this questionnaire, I'll put a link in the show notes, but you can just Google the sleep hygiene index and just read through it. I believe it's 13 questions. It'll give you a good idea as to maybe you need to pay attention more to one of these areas. And I feel like this is a good just increasing our awareness to some of the things that we can control that we may or may not realize is having a big influence in affecting our overall sleep. Along with that, there's a lot of associations between sleep hygiene, so our practices, how we maintain and care for our sleeping patterns, and how that increases our recovery, improves our memory, improves cognitive tasks, improves our overall performance. So sleep hygiene is something that is very important, and I feel that that can help you to recover, improve your results, and just have overall benefit to performance and health. So like I mentioned briefly, it's no secret why athletes need optimal sleep. And a lot more emphasis has been coming out over the past decade, I wanna say. And it's because athletes put their body through so much rigors of training. They do so many things with practices, competition, and you need to be able to recover. And sleeping is one of those crucial components that will help us to recover better. Not only will it help you to recover, but it will help you to prepare better for the next training session. And in conjunction, it will help you to move better, help you to prevent some injuries, help you to be more focused, more mentally present. So there's a lot of benefits to making sure that we're getting optimal and consistent quality of sleep. And it's known that if you're not getting adequate amounts of sleep, poor quality of sleep, you're feeling fatigued, a lot of other things health, performance, a lot of other things get strained. And we can, again, prevent that from happening by practicing good sleep hygiene, good sleeping habits, and making sure that we're setting ourselves up to just get better overall sleep. So I wanna go over some practical ways. How can you actually focus on improving your sleep hygiene? And these are things that athletes can do, but really anyone out there, because we all should be trying to get better and better sleep habits that fit our lifestyle, help to promote health, wellness, and performance. 
So I just have some brief tips. So let's dive into these one by one. So the first one is consistency is key. Our body, like with everything that we do, it likes consistency. It likes to know that we're gonna have some time to recover, be restorative when we're getting good quality of sleep. So you wanna practice and create a consistent sleep schedule. And this even includes the weekends. And I know sometimes that can be difficult because there's so many things, schedule changes from the weekday to the weekends, but you want to try as much as possible to keep the same sleeping schedule throughout the entire week. So try to go to bed at the same time, try to wake up around the same time. And this has so many benefits, I'm not gonna go into all of it, but just your internal clock, your circadian rhythm, that helps to regulate how we're gonna recover, how we're gonna tolerate all of the demands that we're putting our body through, both physically and mentally. And this can help you again to not only get adequate amounts of sleep, but also improve your sleep quality. And that is super crucial because that is what's going to help us to restore our body, recover very well. So building off of that consistent sleep schedule, the next thing that we can do is making sure that we're trying to promote and create a good sleep conducive environment. And there's some common broad tips that really help us to do so. So the first thing is that your bedroom, you want it to be a place that you can actually get good quality of sleep fall asleep quickly, and you wanna keep it cool, dark, you wanna keep it quiet for the most part, so that you don't have a lot of things waking you up. The temperature is crucial because keeping a cooler temperature, that helps our sleep quality. Think about it, when it gets to the extremes, when it's really hot or it's too freezing cold, it's hard to get a good quality of sleep. If anything, we want it to be a little bit more on the cooler side so that you can use some blankets, but just the temperature alone, that can improve a lot when it comes to sleeping. Of course, you don't need to know any science for this, but keeping a dark sleeping environment, especially in times of the year when the sunrise is so early and that's waking you up earlier than you would like, then just having some blackout curtains, keeping the room as dark as possible, because that again can help us to create a more consistent sleep schedule, help us to get a better quality of sleep. And of course, we want the room to be relatively silent, as best as you can. And if you have a lot of noise that might wake you up in the middle of the night or you live in a more noisy area, then try to find ways to get around that. You can use earplugs, you can use white noise machines, just doing things that help to promote a good sleeping environment again. And once you do things that create this good sleeping environment, the next thing is to do things that help you to prepare for bed. And this is about that one or two hours before bed. You wanna have some type of routine, some type of routine that helps you to wind down, prepare your body to get a good night's rest. And one of the most obvious things that you hear a lot of is try to limit some of the screen time before bed. The obvious one is some of the detrimental effects of the blue light coming off of your screens, and that has been shown to affect our melatonin synthesis, which can affect our natural circadian rhythm. So if we can be a little bit cognizant of the blue light exposure that we're getting, that can help us to fall asleep faster, also get better qualities of sleep. But on top of that, if we're doing a lot of things on the screen, it might be increasing your alertness. Mentally, you might not be ready to wind down preparing for sleep. On top of that, we don't want to get more mentally alert. We want to start to relax and wind down. So if it is causing you stress, you're doing something that requires a lot of mental focus, all of these things can have both a direct and indirect effect to if we can fall asleep or sleep quality overall. So a good thing again is to see what works for you. 
And one to two hours before you're going to bed, you want to do things that promote relaxation, promote winding down, try to do things that won't prevent you from falling asleep quickly. And you can experiment and find many of the solutions that might work better for you. Could be breathing exercises, could be light stretching, could be meditation, could be anything that helps you to wind down, reading a book, anything again that really helps to promote kind of that parasympathetic state. And we want to be relaxed so we can get, again, good quality of sleep. And on top of that, this is a whole nother episode, but briefly, nutrition and sleep they really go hand in hand and they really affect each other. And the obvious example that most people are aware of is caffeine, right? Caffeine consumption. Those that are really sensitive to caffeine, they know that they can't have caffeine past a certain hour. For those of you that are really sensitive, it's usually even around noon or even a little before that. Don't have caffeine with lunch because you know that it's going to have an effect on how well you can fall asleep and also your quality of sleep as well. But caffeine is just one example. And the reason why I say it plays hand in hand, I've talked about this, I think, in previous episodes, is that what we eat and certain things we consume throughout the day, that can affect how we fall asleep, but also our sleep quality. But also it works the other way around too. If we get poor sleep, we typically crave or eat different things throughout the day, and it might just affect our overall food choices. So that's where sleep and nutrition, they really play hand in hand and really influence each other. So what I would recommend is pay attention to your nutrition habits and how that's either supporting or maybe making it more difficult to get better quality of sleep or sleep at an appropriate time and vice versa too. See when you get better amounts of sleep, how does that affect your nutrition habits the next day? Because you want to make sure that they're working together. And that not only goes with caffeinated beverages, but see what types of meals really help to get better quality of sleep too. See how meal timing affects your sleep schedule. See how all of these things really help to support, again, better recovery because you're sleeping better. So those are the big tips. Learn how to prepare for bed, wind down, come up with a routine. Pay attention to what you're doing throughout the day, especially when it comes to nutrition and how that's affecting your sleep. And make your sleep environment conducive to get better quality of sleep, make it easy to fall asleep, and try to keep practicing this consistently. Because consistency is the key. Our body wants to establish a good sleeping rhythm, a circadian rhythm that we can count on to support all of the things that we're putting our body through. And when you do this, this all encompasses having good sleep hygiene, sleep habits and practices that support, again, getting better quality and quantity of sleep. So hopefully this helps you to focus on some of the things that you can control when it comes to sleep hygiene that will spill over and help you to improve your sleep. And what I urge all of the athletes to do out there is we tend to easily prioritize other aspects training, going to practice, preparing for games. And this is one of those aspects that will really help you to improve the way that you're recovering. So I urge athletes to prioritize sleep, this sleep hygiene that I talked about. Prioritize it just as much as you would with training, with your practice schedule, with all of the other things that you need to take care of to make sure that you perform your best. Sleep is no different. So think about the sleep hygiene, think about what you can improve to really help you to recover better, help you to prep your body, restore your body from all of the things that you put it through, but prep better for the next activity session, training session, practice session, because again, if you do this consistently, it will help you to do more every day and every week, and you'll start to see more improvements and you'll optimize your performance overall. 
So take this information, think about what you can do. Just think about one thing that you can do that will help you to improve your sleep hygiene habits and start to practice that consistently. Make it an integral part of your lifestyle and your routine. And I know that when you start to do this consistently, you'll definitely feel some improvements, whether that's you can train harder, whether that's you're recovering better, whether that's you're taking care of injuries better. And overall, you're going to see your performance start to increase and improve as the weeks go on. And remember that everyone's different. So for all of you, if there's certain things that really help you help your sleep hygiene, then be sure to share it. Share it with me. You can share it with me on social media. You can always email me if you have questions or comments. You can email me at andrew at hnlmovement.com or through my website at hnlmovement.com. And of course, share anything that's valuable to you, that benefits you. Share it with family, friends, coaches, teammates, colleagues, anybody again that can benefit from some of this information. So with all of that, that is all that I have for today's episode. Everyone really start to focus on sleep. I know everyone's schedule is super busy. So I know it's something that sometimes gets put on the back burner. But make sure that you really prioritize your sleep hygiene. And that will help you to get better and better sleep as the weeks go on. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up in the tail end of this year. So I release episodes every Tuesday. Everyone focus on sleep this week. Keep doing all the things that you're doing. Train hard, train smart. And I will be back here same time, same place next week. Until then, aloha.